Hello. Hi there, Ian Dive. How are you doing, buddy? Not bad, yourself? I'm absolutely brilliant, mate. Absolutely brilliant. Look, we're just going to do a podcast tonight, aren't we? Hello. How are you doing, John Paul? GP Smith, how are you doing, buddy? Good evening. I was speaking to you and I was just saying we're, we're, we've decided to do a podcast uh, for uh, Pink Iceberg. Yep. Uh, and we're going to talk about a few things yep. uh, that, that we've discovered. And again, and I say that uh, in the best of terms, discovered, yep. because uh, this information that we have discovered, it's all on, all on the internet. Yep. And bad digging. So we're just going to talk about it, right? Excellent. Right, cool. Uh, first of all, before we start, are two of you good? Are you good tonight? Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, smashing. Yes, you're good as well, mate. Yeah. Is there anything to report? Is there anything to report that we should all know? I got a new car. Yeah! <laughs> Where did you get one? Oh, I couldn't possibly divulge, mate. The fact that oh, I see a bit of the door. Uh, oh, I'm, uh, I'm at an Axie. <laughs> I've got, got a boot. <laughs> well, I've got a hair dryer. I've got a hair dryer. She's probably no guys. More like a roller skate, mate. <laughs> it's like a Hyundai, a Hyundai hair dryer. I'm sure the Dyson's faster. <laughs> I mean, I got a nice uh, uh, Mercedes, so it's really nice. Oh, nice, very nice. It's okay for some, isn't it? It is, mate. It's all right. It's tough at the top. Nah, it's tougher at the bottom, mate. Ah, uh, well, I'm at the bottom, mate, so thanks for that. <laughs> no, I'll make sure you get to the top. Yeah, I know. Well, that's, that, this is the only reason I keep in touch with you, mate, because I know where you're going to take me, do you know what I mean? That, that, that and the fact that you're a lovely guy. You're, Thank you're you really a lovely guy. You're not too bad yourself. <laughs> that's brilliant. Uh, so, like, we're going to kick off, right? I've got a, a list of stuff that uh, I've, I've got in front of me, and it's just something, again, I would like to say it's unbelievable, but see now, none of this stuff is unbelievable, which is agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Aye, certainly aye. Right, so first of all, uh, Ian, I think I spoke to you about this before, right, mate? Uh, I, I, spoke, I spoke a wee bit about this with John Paul. Right, what, we're going to start with, uh, now I know these things that we're going to bring up, some people might already know about, uh, they've heard it in the past and stuff like that, but some, most of this for me is all, all new, okay? So I'm going to kick off with Event 201. Somebody was talking to me about this, and I still don't get it. What is Event 201? Event 201 was a simulation uh, of what would happen if a, you know, a pandemic, a virus was to hit the world. Um, the Bill Gates and Melinda Gates Foundation were involved, as well as the John Hopkins Centre, which if MDs into this kind of thing, they'll realise John Hopkins is involved in all things notorious. Like, they're always there. They're always with figures and facts and things. They're like the, the go-to for research, yeah. um, along with the World Economic uh, Health Forum. So uh, it invited people from business, government, and public health to simulate coordinating a po policy response to a theoretical pandemic. Yeah. The simulation was based on a coronavirus, but that doesn't mean the organisers knew that the one that caused COVID-19. So these people had a simulation. They sat around a table, they ran a programme yeah. that, uh, you know, simulated a virus starting. I think their one started in Latin America and it worked its way over to China. 
and they actually like worked out what kind of things would happen with the economies and and like they basically just you know I, I think that's I mean some might say that's needed like that's a kind of thing that government are there for to to see things in advance and to take care of us ultimately um but it's just kind of a bit shady a lot of conspiracy theorists and yeah. people have been pointing towards event 201 is kind of like it's a bit sick uh, that these people sat down at a table and and simulated what's actually taken place like a month later because this was yeah. october 2019 they'd done this event and you, um, you remember any figures because i think i read the scenario actually killed 65 million people over I, eight months. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. So uh, they're, a, they're a good bit off, but uh, I mean, it's still happening now. We're still, Scotland, the UK might go into a second lockdown. We're being scaremongered again. More lockdown measures are, mm -hmm. are being placed upon us by the day, it seems like. So I'm not going to scare everyone and say, like, we are going to reach 65 million, as you'll, as, if you listen on to the show. Will hopefully uh, set your minds at rest uh, on that one. Yeah, but yeah, yeah definitely we need to start with because uh, everyone obviously thinks we'll start with Wuhan and the the bat soup or whatever you know case number mm -hmm. one. But for me, <laughs> event two hundred one needs to be talked about, and uh, there's more digging uh, for anyone that yeah. wants to just look up event two hundred one. It's not, you know, it's public knowledge. Um, so yeah, just look into that. Yeah. So when was event two hundred one done? When when was this uh, supposedly? Was October two thousand nineteen. Two thousand nineteen. Yep. That's right. Okay, okay. So tell me a bit about this uh, John Hopkins Centre. Which what, what is that all about? I'm not too clued up on them. I just know um, that throughout my two three years of getting into conspiracy theories, they are usually the the go to for where people get their their facts and their figures um i'm sure they were involved in 9-11 with you know deaths and and things like they're like used by the elite whoever's in charge of uh you know the, the american government obviously used them a lot i think the uk used them yeah. um but it, to me it's just a little touch on that that people should take note that these and, and i think they've also been found for you know being incorrect and and maybe distorting results yeah. that they find not so, um, and i believe ian yeah. that the program was actually hosted in october by the john hopkins center for health security yeah yeah mm -hmm. i'm sure the rockefeller group was involved as well but on this article that i've pulled up um it just says that it was the the john hopkins center uh the world economic forum and the bill and melinda gates foundation and the i'm sure the rockefeller well. yeah yeah yeah. Sorry, say that again, John Paul. And also the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. Right. Wow. Uh, that's, that's, that's a lot in it. That's yeah. a lot to take on. Uh, and the, the Rockefeller Group as well was kind of linked to it. Uh, they're, they're, uh, obviously, there's the, the famous speech by Rockefeller himself where he talks about population control. Um, and uh, I know he's he's not very well liked. Um, because of his views on, you know, he's kind of pulling I, the strings, and a lot of people believe that, you know, your Donald Trumps, your your Boris Johnsons are puppet figures for these Rothschilds family, the the Rockefellers. They're the guys that at the top of the pyramid. And uh, I mean that 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 speech that he done where he talked about population control is easily accessible. It's on YouTube. You can go and watch it. Um, yeah. So yeah. Can I ask you as well about the, that thing? Did you did two of you see 
the the clip uh, of the girl that the newspaper uh, of Bill Gates, uh, yeah. and he was talking about the population control. What, what, what many years ago was that? Do you, can you, do you know anything about that story? Uh, uh, 2011, was it? I think. Rings a bell. Was it too? Uh, and Alassie kept a hold of the paper and it shows you him talking about yeah. uh, population control. Yeah. Oh, is this, uh, the, is this the one where he's wearing the pink jumper and he's got the, he's on stage? Is this Bill Gates when he's talking about uh, no, getting that's, population that's, down? I don't think, I think that was a TED talk, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a TED talk, yeah. Yeah, he did that. Um, uh, Sorry, explain again, what's, what's the TED talk? What was that about? Well, basically in March 2015, Bill Gates uh, did a talk, right, uh, on TED talk. And Aye. I think he's very vocal about a global pandemic and human civilization, and he was basically saying if we start now we can be ready for the next epidemic. So just talk to you there, John Paul, so in March 2015, right, uh, Bill Gates has done a TED Talk. Now I think I've seen a wee bit, yeah, right, but I didn't watch the full, the full thing, but I just noticed a wee bit, and I wasn't really taking notice of it, but, uh, but then, because but, I, used, I, I used to watch TED Talks all the time, but so 2015, so let's just, let's just <laughs> set the stage here, right? 2015, he was out talking about this, right? Uh, and that was five years ago. Yeah, right? March 2015. So just over five years ago, right? So that to me, uh, would that be another indication that this has been planned? It could be, mate. We talk about the planned stuff. A lot of things the have been said. You know, there's a lot of things you can take miles out of it, but all sort of very shady to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, one of the main uh, things that woke me up as well early on was that when I found out that there's always a epidemic every four years. Uh-huh. Uh, we've had, um, what was the last one? The one in... Ebola? Ebola. We've had Ebola. We've had... What's the... the SARS. Uh, SARS. SARS. Um, no, there's one the the one that the girl talks about in that video that we're going to talk about. Um, was the swine flu, swine flu, swine flu. That's yeah, right. We had swine flu, Ebola, and SARS all in election years. Um, that kind of woke me up a bit because it's like what a coincidence. A lot of things happen in in election years. Um, like, for example, I know this is off topic, but a lot of race war stuff happened because obviously the Democrats in America, uh, they amp up and they'll vote for the the Joe Biden or the, you know, the the Obama that year, so they they, they get that. And uh, same happens here in the UK with the Labour stuff. Um, so it's just things that make you think. Well, it's just a bit weird that viruses seem to yeah. crop up every four years. Do you, do you remember you know, reading about an article back in February? Um... I think it was one of the American journals. Gates wrote in the past week that COVID nineteen had started behaving a lot like it once, uh, like the once in a century pathogen that we're all worried about. And then he said, "I hope it's not that bad, but we should assume it will be until we know otherwise." So again, another indication. Mm-hmm. And that was in February this year, uh, start of the year. Uh, I just don't get how he is the voice of this virus. It's like he's a computer, I wouldn't like to say genius, but he's a computer guy and he's just became the, the head of, like everyone goes to him for his, his knowledge on the virus. Like we're, we're, we're shutting down doctors and 
like virologists are coming out and being shut down and having their channels taken down and their voice taken away uh-huh. uh, with the, the doctors meeting, I can't remember what it's called, but the doctors met outside the White House about a month ago and they live streamed it on YouTube and I think 18 million people tuned in and it got taken down there and then, like it was live and it got taken down. And these are real doctors, virologists who have no skin in the game and these are the people we should be listening to, uh-huh. not Bill Gates or Greta Thunberg and, and you know, the, like Tom Hanks and like these blue checkmark people that are just out, you know, they're puppets basically. Um, but I think that it's a tactic because we relate to these people like it's our heroes, like The Rock. Uh, oh, it's my favorite actor. Well, if he thinks that coronavirus is bad, then I can, I've got to think it's bad. So. Um, we need to get out of that habit and and look where the real science is and the real you know results and knowledge. Okay, it's a scary, scary world we're living in at the moment. Unprecedented times—the word that keeps coming up. Yep. Over and over. It was it was interesting. You were talking about uh, now. Obviously, I was talking about the the thing from two thousand fifteen with Bill Gates, right? Been five years ago, and obviously, then Ian, you were talking about the the epidemic and that it was linked with SARS and Ebola and swine flu and stuff like that, right? But did did you any of you read the email that was sent the other day that's it's actually been given to the public, and it was about it was a report on COVID nineteen and the pandemic and its relations to SARS. And Cov two, and other factors. Did you read that report that we came out the other day? I don't recall it. To be honest, it was a massive report, and we won't touch on it. We won't go on about it, right? But supposedly, the the information in this report is enough to make you cry. It's not. It's really. It's really horrific. But uh, one of the and this is, well, nah, well, that's maybe another reason. But we probably should read it. But anyway, this is this was from the French. Uh, the, the, the French, uh, I think it was the Regulation Army or something like that, and they what happened was they had it and they were told to get rid of it, uh, and they didn't want to get rid of it, so they let it go. They gave it to somebody that would be able, that was able to release it. So again, there's a lot more to that, and I know we've not got as much information on it, but uh, we need to thank these guys for doing that because obviously these things are happening behind closed doors and they're, they're trying to stop people from finding out yeah. uh, the bits and bobs of what they've got planned to be fair but like I say we won't talk too much about the planned stuff well actually we are talking too much about the planned stuff but it's good that we've got all this information because it's information that's coming out Yeah, now, people can try and slate it all day long but the whole point is this information is there Absolutely. Uh, there's nothing uh, that we talk about that's not available to your fingertips exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, so that's good stuff that we're, we're starting to do now Obviously, I need to I need to ask you this, boys. Did, did you know that China uh, don't the people from China, the China's Chinese don't wear masks anymore? Supposedly, they're, they're stopped wearing the masks. Yeah, uh, well, I, I spoke to uh, I'm on that live live uh, super chats now. It's my new thing, and I, I joined into one the other day, and there was a, a China guy in the chat uh, talking. So I asked him. How's China? How's uh, coronavirus? And and what's happening over there? And he told me that they're no, it's basically not gone. Uh, they they don't have to wear masks. Everything's back to normal. Um, 
whenever I've I've actually told this to other people who are, you know, skeptics, like they they believe in the official narrative, they are just going to throw back, which they have done. They've just said that they don't believe anything that comes out of China. China are manipulating facts and hiding figures and things. So, um, to me, that's where I. theorists for looking at facts and figures that they are telling us you know our government's telling us and i'm being called crazy for putting a, a healthy spin on it a positive spin on it but yet you you tell them that china a person that lives in china that has no skin in the game that's what i like to say a lot because you talk to real people real people like you and us two uh us three here on, on the show and we're getting real stuff like not government controlled propaganda so uh, and and they'll just call you crazy but then when you say that to them that that's fine so it's quite interesting because the asians have always worn masks before this as well my wife been from that area um the asian area but even for cause of pollution and stuff so they're all yeah. they're used to wearing masks yeah so I, that, I, I don't i've not seen anything about them not wearing masks Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it's, it's just I think the the person that was telling us it was they were just saying that the they were talking about the actual COVID stuff and the, the coronavirus. It's just no longer a thing, uh, which is understandable. But I and I also I also knew about uh, obviously that they wear masks because of the pollution over there and they need to wear masks and it's a thing of well it would be crazy not to wear a mask, mm-hmm. but that's not because of a, a, a supposed pandemic. Uh, it's because of it's because of that's the way they've always done it. And that's, can I can I ask uh, GPS? I should have asked you. See, you're you're saying your wife does she wear masks all the time while she's out and about? At the moment, yes. Aye. Yes. Because so my, my, for, just tell you that my wife's in the Philippines at the mm-hmm. moment with my son, so we're sort of being kept apart through this mm-hmm. pandemic. Yeah. Uh, apart oh, I'm. Jump up, sorry, I need to jump in. I need to also mention that as well, mate. I mean, this is this is a really terrible stuff because you've not seen your kid since I started. Is that right? When was the last time you seen your boy? That's right. Apart from through, apart from through the phone, obviously. Yeah, but well, when was I speak to him obviously every day uh, through uh-huh. the wonderful world of technology. But um, I mean, I go. We spend. I spend every Christmas there, and mm-hmm. through this, and I'm in the process of getting a visa for my wife. Um. And because of all this, everything is in the air. It's, you know, test centers are closed, the embassy's closed, or the embassy has stopped taking applications. And it's just been horrendous. And really, they should be here celebrating Christmas as a family this year. Mm. And it's Mm -hmm. causing a lot of trauma, especially for my son. You know, he's he's coming up to Christmas now. And he's asking me, Daddy, almost because he sat his adverts on TV. Oh, Daddy, it's Christmas. You come home soon. Come home. You know, and yeah. you promise, you promise. And I'm like, what do you say? You know, it's heartbreaking. Uh, yeah, that's heartbreaking. But, but yeah. going back to the mask thing, it was always common for them to wear a mask. Even like, I always remember her mum doesn't keep the best of health, but her mum would always wear a mask going outside the house. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, what why yeah. why I was asking was is I know it's being politicised. A lot of people are against wearing them and stuff. And I, I'm kind of I, I kind of don't 
I'm not too bothered about it. I'll wear it because I'm only going into Asda or Tesco to get my shopping and coming out and well, taking you, it off. I love wearing it in the supermarket, so nobody recognises you. You can get it <laughs> in 10 minutes in an hour. But <laughs> the thing I'm saying is I've seen people doing their experiments with the the thermometer, whatever the machine is, where yeah. they'll stick the, the, the thermometer up inside the mask and the, the, the meter thing is going off because the oxygen levels dropping below yeah it's either 17 percent or 21 percent is health 24 well it's dropping below that in these videos and i'm saying like and then you hear video uh, stories of doctors who go into surgery for like eight hours to do yeah. like a heart bypass or and, and and i've heard them passing like i haven't actually heard them but i'm hearing stories that doctors sometimes pass out because of the lack of oxygen for yeah. such a long time but then then you think about Asian countries who have always wore them, and I'm just wondering, is it the type of mask they're wearing that's maybe ultra thin and has loads of holes in it? Like, like maybe they're getting yeah. their, their full amount yeah. of oxygen. Well, but see, with my um, what my experience is, it's more sort of designer stuff. I think to wear it, and they've got funny designs on it and stuff. But it's mostly Aye. to do with pollution because it's mostly motorbikes and trikes that transport yeah, that's people. Right. So it's always constant fumes because people are using a bike and a sidecar to get transport for public transport. And you could be sitting behind six bikes blowing fumes. So they wear mm. masks. Well, that's that's just that, that's just common sense, yeah. isn't it? But that's the reason for wearing masks for that. Uh, but I was at a, I'm going to be honest, guys, that I didn't really want to say, but I was at a eulogy uh, yesterday uh, or last night and uh, there wasn't many people there. Well, there was there was people there, obviously, but they were wearing masks. Uh, and uh, I was there on my, my own, and I could just see people had obviously you got to social distance and stuff like that. But it just for me, I just kept shaking my head. I was like, this just isn't how this should be. I and I know it is, it is, but it's just I felt awkward at the end of it when I was cut. And I gave I gave uh, an old guy a cuddle. And and then somebody said to me, "Well, he's 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 doing his social distancing," and I didn't realise, and I felt bad for doing it. And then I was like, "This is the world that we're in." Yeah, I had the same experience myself. Paul, at the start, one of my close family, my cousin died, and it oh, was the oh. worst experience. Not have been able to console anybody or hug anybody. Yeah. We had to, you know, just nod and sort of talk, and you don't know what to say or do. It's so awkward. And as it's like, you had, it was like only 12 allowed each side of the family. And it was like mm. in and out. And it was horrible, mate. It was horrible. Mm. And not even, see that after is like when you go and have a cup of coffee and a, a, you chat about the memories and stuff. Nothing. Yeah. You just had to go home. And it was heartbreaking. Uh, it makes me so mad. But yet we're allowed to protest and things that's happening in America. It's just And then the George Floyd thing. Oh, I could rant. Uh. I won't, I won't, I'll stop yeah, myself. Uh, we could sit here all day and go on about things, but we'll, we'll keep on topic and we'll get through <laughs> tonight's. Uh, uh, we'll get through this one as well. Right, I know that's, uh, again, this is it's very close to the bone and we didn't, I didn't actually realise, I think it's when you, again, guys, this is just us having a conversation, but it's good that we can actually do this and, and get it out because people will be agreeing with us uh, and they'll probably get, they will have their, their own stories of, of definite heartbreak because, for me, this is just it's just so wrong. But we, um, we, we're obviously in agreement on that. Now, mm -hmm. I'll get to my next point. Uh, now, I was going to talk about, I don't know if we should talk about the China 
China being involved in the, the vaccine. Uh, but obviously, what, everything that you hear now is about the vaccine's ready, ready to go. Uh, it's getting ready to go. Uh, and we've got people signed up already from Scotland, uh, a lovely country. That I think there's over a thousand people already signed up to to try this vaccine out. Now, for me, I'm just I'm lost. I'm just lost for words. I don't know about you guys. I'm just lost for words for that. Mm-hmm. I just don't think mm-hmm. that the public have been properly properly informed of how it's been manufactured and the processes they've taken to get to with the results. Do they know that it's never had human testing? You know, it's just well, do they know? Yeah, I, I jump up. I need to jump in as well. One thing that I spoke, one thing that I found out. I don't know the exact numbers, but the I think it was on Earthling Ed. I was listening to the other day, and he was telling us about how many how many animals are killing to do these vaccine tests. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's from that side. And I was like that. I I, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Because we understand how long a vaccine takes. It takes between, uh, it's reportedly taking between six and ten years because of obviously the process that they need to go through. Uh, I think we've just lost John Paul. Uh, the process that they need to go through. Hopefully, we'll come back on. But I think it's a case of where do we go from that point onwards? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I, I've actually heard that America uh, are skipping animal trials. Also, um, hello, so- I'm back. Aye, I've lost you. No, sorry, somebody, my, I'm using my phone tonight and somebody phoned it. And every time oh, anything else happens other than <laughs> this, it cuts it off. So apologies. Yeah, right. Sorry, so I was, just, I was just talking to Ian there about obviously the death. So sorry, carry on, Ian. Aye, I've heard that America are skipping animal trials also. Oh, really? Um, and we've also seen, uh, we had a newspaper article a couple of weeks ago in the UK where they've said that. Uh, uh, manufacturers of the vaccine are going to be uh, they're not going to be held responsible for anything that goes wrong basically um, so uh, well, nice telling thing. straight away like I've looked into vaccines as a as a single issue itself like before all this and the stuff that they've put in them in the past right. um, the, the documentary Vaxxed I urge everyone to watch that yep. um, a guy called Del Bigtree in America who's recently had his platform shut down the live wire show yep. um, he's actually had success in america suing the cdc yep. um for that that vaxxed show where it showed the the uh, you know the well, the, just the, the, the link the CDC, just up on the cdc you must the cdc again oh it's just the center it's controlled center of disease control yeah uh, and uh so he sued them because he found that there was a link between, I think it was autism and the MMR vaccine. But don't quote me on that. I might be wrong. Yeah. Uh, no, but he definitely, he, the vaccine doesn't show that it causes it, but it shows there's a link, like side effects and, and people, you know, they, they can do those studies and, and work out. And if he was successful in his, you know, his suing of them, then that kind of should open your eyes to it. Uh-huh. Um, I also watched you know, heartbreaking videos, some of the most heartbreaking videos I've watched uh, in my time doing this of parents uh, telling us about their kids. There was this woman who had triplets and her and her husband sat there in floods of tears talking to this interviewer saying that the three kids were all fine and healthy. 
they all went mm-hmm. for their uh, vaccine and th- th- within 24 hours they started noticing differences they were becoming unresponsive um, and they all ended up with I think it was autism as well yeah. So, I think um, I think with the vaccines, I think with the vaccines, Ian, I, I know you scheduled. Give me. I, I spoke to a few uh, mothers uh, also who have had kids and one had autism, but she said that look, a vaccine simply is it's like a it's a lottery. You mm-hmm. don't know what you can get. Yep. It's just a complete lottery, mm-hmm. and there, there, there's that many different things inside a, black, a vaccine mm-hmm. that, that just shouldn't be there. Yeah. Uh, and and anybody that that believes in vaccines, I know vaccines are there for a purpose, and there's good vaccines out there. But mm. vaccines of that that scale, mm. it just it's just wrong. Yeah. Wrong what, in my opinion. What what I'm gonna I'm gonna start, and I urge everyone to start thinking this way. Uh, ch- change your mindset, and when anyone questions you, if you, if you think the same way that us three do on this uh, Corona uh, COVID nineteen stuff. Whenever someone questions you about your scepticism on it, turn the question on to them. And I'm sure, JP, you've got the figures uh, on Scotland uh, with our cases and deaths. But you turn the question on them and you ask them, you tell me why I should get this vaccine. And let's just see what kind of case they put across. Because for me, sorry, for for me, the, the deaths... Uh, when you look at the full population and mm. the survival yeah. rate, which JP will tell us after, uh, yeah, uh, it, before, me, it does make sense. Before John Paul does go on about the the death rate and obviously the, the stuff like that, can you can you two guys tell me what COVID nineteen stands for? Yeah, certificate of vaccine identification nineteen. Is, it? 18. Is that right? So, do you think <laughs> that when this first came out, COVID nineteen? People like that. Do you generally have people last? Because to me, that's a, it's a term. It's like mm-hmm. certificate of vax identification. Mm-hmm. The term is at the very, very start of this whole pandemic or whatever it's got to be. That this is what it is, and it's mm-hmm. like, is there another name for COVID nineteen that we're not aware of? I know. The fact yeah. of the matter, well, well, there's actually. Oh, sorry to put in there. The fact of the matter uh, is, it's in our cases, we're lied to every day. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the point. In mm-hmm. phases, absolute lies. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates is actually a member of a of an organisation called ID Twenty Twenty, and I was I used to be clued up on it, but it's at, at the very start, like I'm talking March, April, when I I looked yeah. into it. But it's a it's a it's an organisation that's all about uh, vaccine, um, basically having a way to log how many vaccines you've had and the theories banded about are that there's going to be a tattoo type thing or an implanted <laughs> chip that you yeah, scan. Um, maybe like an airport, so they'll scan you to see if you've got your, well, like they are malaria and things when you go to those kind of countries, you need your malaria and your, you know, things like that. But this is a new way that they're going to look into for, to see if you've got them. So uh, certainly look into ID2020 and that, you know, falls hand in hand with, COVID-19 being certificate of vaccine identification. Well, that's the scary thing, Ian. Uh, I think, but again, we're going to go on about the, the, the Scotch deaths rates and stuff like that in a wee minute, but I think we need to touch on that as well. The and Again, it's blatantly in front of our face, but uh, they talk about the the ID 
part of you'll know people you'll know people to go anywhere with one of these passports, these medical passports. Yeah, and, well, that, uh, uh, sorry. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. So if, if that's something that's already been planned out, uh, I don't have a passport at the moment, actually, guys. I'm, it's one of the things I'm, I'm kind of worried about. I, I don't actually have a passport. No, I, don't, I can't go anywhere anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. But when these passports are meant to come out, do you know much about these passports? That once, you're, once you're being stamped, that's you, you can then do stuff. Yeah. They're going to allow you to do stuff. This is just this is this is conspiratorial just now because obviously until they come out and say, but um, people have predicted these things for a long time now. A lot of things end up coming true uh, because we know that we know their patterns, we know the things that they're that they do, and they've done it all throughout the years. Um, so one of the theories is that they're going to make us. Uh, we'll see. I'll start that again. See a couple of countries at the start of this. Uh, China passed a law in November 2019 uh, making va- uh, mandatory vaccines. Uh, Denmark rushed through the law to make vaccines mandatory on a Thursday night at like midnight. And this was in, I think it was in February or March this year. Um, and also Boston is the other one because these were these two were linked because a governor of Boston is on camera uh, talking to reporters saying that they've already bought the syringes and they're going to use military and things to, uh, you know, distribute the vaccine and make it mandatory. So that was what turned me on. I was like, they're going to maybe barge in. Like, that was the scaremongering thing amongst conspiracy theorists that they were going to use military and police to barge into your home and pin you down and stick a needle in your arm. Um, Dentists and all sorts, nurses to administrate it. Yeah, um, and also uh, what I've started to see is and here is that they might not have to do that. They might just say that until you get this vaccine, you're not allowed to fly, uh, you're well, not allowed to leave a, the country, you might point. not even be that's, allowed to go back to work. So, Well, that's the point I'm trying to make because uh, as I say, I'm going to touch on a wee bit of a UK column soon, but not just now, but they were talking about that, uh, that you'll not be able to do anything. It'll be a case unless you do what we ask you to do then we will just lock you down. And that, that comes, that also includes your job. Mm-hmm. So your job might be mm-hmm. uh, at risk here as well. So again, mm-hmm. I've spoke to you about it, man. I, I'm, I do fear that. And I'm not a fearful guy. I'm quite, I'm quite a happy guy. I just go, I always take on my tasks I've got to do. But for this, it's like, if that was to happen, uh, which I believe it could happen. And again, I'm, again, we're not experts. We're just saying mm-hmm. these things, that these things that we've uh, of what we've found out and are investigating via the the internet, which is quite easy to do. So, uh, it's just it's frightening for me. So we need we need to appeal to the people who are you know on with the the mainstream narrative to help us in the fight for choice. Yeah. Like basically, we we might be faced one day with the choice. Uh, hopefully, if we're given it, but if we're not, we need everybody to get on board and say. You, we support the right to have a choice um, yeah. uh, because it's certainly, I mean, for, I know it's another topic, but like abortion, every, all the, the, the women are like, mm-hmm. my body, my choice. Well, yeah. certainly with a vaccine, it's the same sort of thing. Like I should have the choice. Do I want to take the vaccine for a virus that you have 99 point fill in the blank survival rate, yeah. you know? Oh, I know. It's, it's crazy. Hey, John Paul, yeah. we're going to talk about the, the, the deaths uh, 
And we'll go with Scotland first of all. Do you have you got any uh, numbers in that? Well, at the moment, Scotland has twenty eight thousand six hundred and four cases. Right, positive. Um, deaths two thousand five hundred and twelve. Can I say that again? The deaths what? Two thousand five hundred and twelve uh, was the latest I seen, and then recovery was four thousand two eight two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think was it six hundred and forty new cases of COVID just today. Aye, and that's yeah, the stats I've got as of today's date, you know. So yeah, on that. But aye, I like how we should go on about the survival rate, JPU. Survival rate, right, is something that it just bemuses me, and and it's mm-hmm. like if the survival rate is so high, how can they how can they justify? Closing that, even thinking about a second lockdown, mm-hmm. and let's be honest, things are still locked down. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the pubs, I mean, I don't go to pubs yet as much now, but the pubs are shut at ten, mm-hmm. and again, that's just it's just it's just stupid. There's no silly things yeah. put in place. The thing is, right, Boris is saying he doesn't want to do it, right? I think, <sighs> but what we can take from it is we're in a much better position than the start because we know a lot more about it. But some of this stuff's just ridiculous. Now it's went from care homes now to the students, you know, <laughs> and, yep. and it's like what? So just decided to leave them alone now. My whole students, you know. Aye, let's shut up. Is covering? Let's uh, covering all bases, isn't aye, it? Let's shut up at ten o'clock because the virus comes out. That's the one that's most active. I heard them say, you know, this seems to be the most active time when people start catching it. And it's just some of the stuff just—it's bigger than me. <laughs> like, what? I just—I one of the things I just can't get that. What they said was that they expected it to double every week, right? And that was it. This was other week when they started to put these ten o'clock measures in, and then what I read, I think, was it today that there's nothing. The cases are nothing like it, you know. So. <laughs> I don't know what, what I'll say with the, with the cases is obviously if they're spending a billion pound on Operation Moonshot, which is getting all the testing done, uh, then there's going to be more people with it. Um, I've got I've got to tell you, I don't know if you know, it's just a bit of funny story is that the Tanzanian Prime Minister did a coronavirus test on a that pawpaw one. fruit uh, and he right. did one on a goat and it mm-hmm. came back as positive. That's right. Um, also, even uh, I listened to a podcast last week, uh, an American podcast, where this couple, uh, husband and wife, went into a, a place to get tested, and they sat down in the waiting room. They gave their name at the desk, said they were here for a test, and they realized their wait was going to be like hours. Like They sat there for an hour or so, and they thought, stuff this, let's go, we'll come back another day. Well, lo and behold, two weeks later, they got uh, through the mail coronavirus results, um, can't remember if it said negative or positive, but they didn't even get the test, so it doesn't matter whether it was right. negative or positive. But uh, th- this is what I'm saying: like these stories yeah. uh, added to the fact they're actually telling us anyway. You don't need stories yeah. like that, but you know, they're actually coming out and saying uh, governors of of states in America and officials, health officials, are coming out and saying um, that just because COVID's on someone's death certificate doesn't mean they died yeah. of COVID. It just means COVID was in their system. Yeah. Um, so, like what JP's just brought up just now with the, the deaths in Scotland, they're telling you that figure, 
which is very, very low. I think it's like 0.03%. It's like not even half a percent of the population of Scotland. But then take off those stories I've just told you where people are having death certificates, you know, manipulated, that even lessens that number again. So it's it's really, really a weak virus, to be honest. And I know I don't want to trigger anyone. I'm sorry if anyone's lost anyone. I really am. But to, you've got to think of, like, you're shutting down countries. We're affecting people's livelihoods, yeah. people's ability to mm -hmm. uh, live and put food on the table. Um, suicide rates, like uh, yeah, Phil and Holly this week, was it, or last week? He was yeah. saying that 125 people have died of suicide this week um, mm -hmm. and we've only lost 18 uh, from coronavirus in the same period. Yeah. Now, and I know, I know, talking like that does trigger people because every death's a tragedy. But uh, well, I Ian, you know, Ian, you know how much you know how much I, I work with. Well, you know how much I, I think about the suicide stuff, and mm -hmm. I think it's just yep. despicable. And I think it's just that it, it's a, a it's a fine, it's, it's not a despicable thing. Sorry, I need to uh, rephrase that. I think it's just something that doesn't have to happen. But because of the, the way the, the world is, because of the way everything has been put on you at the moment, there's so much negativity just coming from the media and the news reports constantly. Mm -hmm. every, every time you pick up the radio, put on the radio on, depending on what kind of station you're listening to, I can guarantee you 90% of it, uh, the news is about COVID and it's all negative. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And you know, COVID-19 yeah. is a certificate of Vax ID 19 uh, so people need to understand that it's like this corona stuff is it's just so bad for people's mental health and like you touched on it the, the suicide rates have definitely went up because of that and mm -hmm. they, it's as if they don't give a shit and I'm sorry to swear but that's what it's like yeah. it's that they've got a plan and they need, they need to get they need to force yeah. it through and it, one last thing it's actually 24th in the league of causes of death 24th aye place. Aye. You know, it's mental. Can you do you do you know any deaths above it uh, apart from suicide? That they just it's just like it's just like so, doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, I, I don't even want to go there because I hate talking morbidly about death and something. No, no. The fact <laughs> that there's twenty four other causes of death before it, and no. they're shutting down a country. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's bigger to leave. Now, one of the things I heard was what they're saying now is there's going to be a wave of other deaths, which is going to be your cancer yeah. patients, they, your heart they problems. They predicted that. Oh, and it's, it's coming out in October, yeah, Jack. Yeah. It's, it's coming out in October, mate. Then, so that happens. Well, uh, people need to understand that the, the, the flu and all that and people dying of such uh, in October, it right. always rises yeah, in October. Well, so just that. The reason uh, why there's going to be a wave of these people because they're not getting treatment anymore. That's um, and that that was the thing that kind of stopped me from talking about this stuff to like my friends and workmates uh, because I was like, oh, I better not say that because if people are dying in their homes, that's kind of where I draw the line. Like maybe there is like that maybe is as serious as they're telling us. 
But then I started to realize there was videos also showing a lot of hospitals uh, empty, basically like they were telling us that they were parked out the door, but people were going down to their local hospital with their phones and and recording. And then they told us as well that uh, hospitals were being evacuated for the oncoming insurge of coronavirus patients. So that tells you there, they're sending home people that are getting, you know, they've got cancer, they've got, you know, life-threatening illnesses. They're sending them home to die at home. Like people that have maybe got a few weeks to live and they're getting... Uh, look, what is it? The the cancer treatment they get, you know, doses of, yeah. of, uh, oh, what's it called? Doesn't matter okay, anyway. They're, right. they're basically giving up on them and sending them home. That's it, chemotherapy. Nice. So they're they're sending these people home to yeah. die at home with their loved ones, and they actually told us that. So these images of body bags getting pulled yeah. out that was scaring everyone, especially in Italy. It was it was that, um, and and I know like. I keep saying I don't. I shouldn't have to say it because I've got everyone's best interests at heart. We're only telling you these things because we care. We want people to start thinking for themselves. But I know it does. If you've lost someone, that it is sad. And I've lost my granddad to cancer, and cancer is a killer, and it shouldn't be. All the the money that we've put into that over the years. Um, that's a different podcast, but, uh, but, but it, it's Ian, not because we're, we're being d- not sensitive to it. We're just Ian. The thing is, this is, this does affect us, mate. Uh, mm-hmm. This so it's not it's not that we want to talk about something to be like guys are or just want to create a story. No, we're talking about mm-hmm. because these fucking things. I'm sorry, sorry, it's where these things affect us. They're affecting mm-hmm. the whole lives. They're affecting my my kids uh, mm-hmm. mentally. I don't know how how it's going to be the end up, but uh, mentally mm-hmm. these things are happening, and I can only imagine it's happening to JP's boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he, he can't even see his dad through that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get out as well. He's seen all, he see all these people reacting in ways that they're just unheard of. So people, the kids are now growing up in a place that that sh- they shouldn't be doing, and it's like these vaccines. Let's be honest; these vaccines are out for them. They're out for them. They're out for our kids. And mm-hmm. we've spoke to people and, and people, we talk about uh, other conspiracy groups, right? And it's as if it's conspiracy. No, look, it's only a conspiracy, conspiracy if it's no fucking true. Pardons the French. <laughs> but the whole point is these things are happening and people mm-hmm. need to wake up. Yeah. Uh, and like, we're going to we're going to end this. We're not going to end this anyway just now, but we will end it in a positive. But the whole point is these are testing times for us all, and I think people need to do their homework, and they need to also understand they've got a choice. But the choice at the mm-hmm. moment is, people, unless people start standing up, then we're going to start losing mm-hmm. yeah. rights, left, right, centre. Exactly. Uh, and I think, yeah. and I think that's that's all why that's the reason why we, we want to do this podcast yeah. because mm-hmm. we're hoping that people can find out and understand. No, we can do something about this, mm-hmm. uh, and. There's many groups out there, but we'll talk about it at the end. So, no, I'm sorry to, to divulge, but it's not really divulge. <laughs> I, I just had to jump in there because, Ian, when you were saying there, you don't want to be seen as somebody that's causing issues. No, we're trying to stop issues. We're trying to see people, mm-hmm. help people see the shit that's happening. Because if anybody mm-hmm. doesn't see the shit and they just they are part of the sheep, then we can't get through to them anyway. Uh, it's about the people that aren't part of the sheep, aren't people that aren't following everything. It's, uh, the mainstream media are just complete liars. We know that. 
politicians are liars. We know that. Yeah. But it's time for people to stand up and, yeah, this is what we're talking about. Well, that's, that's brilliant and all very well, but people do need to wake up, you know what I mean, and realise that they've been lied to their faces. There's an agenda behind it. And that's all I'm saying that. Yeah,ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ。ケーキ
city cell that uh, the test in the false negative reading was high. It was something like, uh, was it not six out of 10 are going to be maybe maybe failed tests? False, um, false positives, I. So, I mean, like like we keep saying, they're telling us. Picking up um, any I, sort of virus that you've got, right? And it's not uh, specific to COVID-19. This, this is mm -hmm. the issue, right? So if you, uh, and let's look at it, at reality here, we're coming into flu season. We're coming into winter. Mm -hmm. People, it uh, is on the rise because people are now going to get sick. You know yourself, in the mornings, it's really cold. I'm starting to get frost in mm -hmm. my car. You know, it's getting yep. damp from foggy. People are obviously now going to be at risk getting a cold and the flu. And this is mm -hmm. and, and what they're going to do is going to use that as the COVID is rising again. You yeah. know? And and then the flu vaccine's a way to get distributed as well, like it does every year. Yeah. Um and obviously a lot of people get side effects of the flu when they take the flu virus. So uh, they'll they'll just manipulate those figures into it as well. Um because a lot of people we're talking here tonight and we're trying to make you see through the the filter like, like the, I wouldn't say like they don't actually have to lie to us they actually tell us yeah. the truth uh, but there is there is the, a plan like JP said behind it um, but that's another story when, <laughs> I know I, I, when, when, they're, when they're taking figures and, and you know it's, it's because there is an ulterior motive you know, I've always said from day one, it's when people ask you, why are they doing that though? Why would they lie to us? Or why would they, you know, make us lock down and whatever? I always say, well, it's what's going to happen after it. Like, is it the vaccine? Which I think it is. Um, there is more to it, but I think the main one is the vaccine because I've I've been telling people, this is our 9-11. I'm 32. Yeah. Um, so I can't really comment on life before 9-11. Yeah. But a lot of people that, that were you know old enough and lived in America and the, they had the Patriot Act um, and, okay. and the the security in in airports okay. and that went up. Right. So I think this is our nine yeah. eleven where our freedoms are under you know under uh, pressure and uh, right. let's just see. I'm not going to make any predictions. You know what's the consequences due to an overreaction? The amount of unemployment, right, is going to be there. There's going to be over decades of kids growing up trying to find jobs, people who are never going to get work, or people who are going to financially suffer and be homeless. And even mm -hmm. the no. big companies we've already heard going into administration, you know, yep. to the airlines, right, for guys. It's, it's just had a, such an effect on everything. And me personally, you know, if there's another lockdown, uh, I can't see a way out of it. Right. I've just, I've just been on the internet. Can you see me? Yes. Mm -hmm. Right, uh, this is on the internet, uh, and as soon as you type in uh, money spent uh, for testing for COVID-19, uh, the first one that comes up is bmj.com, right, and the plans, this is what the plans say, now one of the, one of the pages, and it's the exact same, there's two, the, the first two that comes up is BMJ, and it says 10 billion, right, and then it says 100 billion is getting planned to be spent but it on testing. It says, right, that £10 million will be spent a day. Now, I think that must be worldwide. It can't be the UK. Surely it's not the UK. Uh, but these are getting, this is what it says on the internet. And then it also says £500 million funding from gov.uk. That's is the mental. 
So if you look at it, I'm going to I'll post it on. In fact, what we'll do is we'll post it on the the podcast uh, Instagram page uh, for people to go on. Uh, well, I think I think it's just right that we do that, and people need to understand that. You just type it in, man. Money being spent, uh, I think it's like COVID. This is mental. I, I, I'm just wondering, where's this money been all this time? Like, we're always skint, we're always in well, debt. I, this is uh, the thing, NHS, you couldn't help them, they couldn't get a pay rise. I and know. all of a sudden, all this money's appearing. I know. And, well, and something you told yeah. me about uh, the Russia were going to donate uh, money or the vaccine to where no. your wife's at in the Philippines, that's the things that kind of make me go, well, they obviously want, like, Bill Gates is on record a few times saying that they need to make seven, what's the population of the world? Is it seven or nine billion? Mm-hmm. It's either, well, whatever, whatever the population is, he says that figure, we need that amount of vaccines, and the reporter asks, oh, so everyone in the world gets it, and he's like, right. yeah. So, it's not conspiracy no. theorists to think that if they're making that amount, they want everyone taking one, and you know whether it's through you know military coming into your house and pinning you down or if it's basically saying you're not going to get back to work until you take yeah. one either or it's it's sick and it's something that we all need to like i say band together and fight mm-hmm. definitely no definitely all right it's it's pretty it's some frightening stuff Right, sorry, so, sorry. Can I, can I? I've just yeah. noticed something that really is important to to note. Yeah. Uh, when we're talking about vaccines, uh, one of the main points that I love to bring up is that there's a vaccine injury court set up in 1986 in America, and since it's set up, ah. has dished out more than four billion pounds in vaccine compensation. Uh, how is that for a fact? Say that that is crazy. Since 1986, yep. a vaccine yep. injury court was set up in America and has dished out more than $4 billion in vaccine injury compensation. And they paid and out. It says, and ongoing. Aye, they've paid out. So, they, so, so they know that, that, should send, yep. that should send alarm bells ringing for anyone. Um, and like what I said at the start, when, when JP was giving the figures, you ask people whenever, because this is a time to start talking to your workmates and your friends, Start asking them, you tell me why I should be locked in my house. You tell me why I should lose my job. And you tell me why I have to take this vaccine for an illness or a virus. When did the death rate yep. start to go up? This came down. Yeah. No, when did they go up? When? Uh, they, went, oh, they went up when everybody got locked down. Uh, right, when everybody's in their home and no one sees. <laughs> well, that comes that comes to me about this the Sweden thing, right? We spoke about the Sweden thing Aye. about the herd immunity. Explain to me about about that because that to me is that tells you everything to me. Uh, well, I I was actually going around saying that Sweden did no lockdown measures, nothing at all, because that's what I've seen in a I few articles. But I I've seen that they 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 had some minor ones. They've never they've never made their their population wear masks. Yep. But I think they did allow their their office workers to work from home, um, but I don't think anyone lost their job. Well, I don't think any com- bars, restaurants, everything was still open. Aye, and and uh, so so they've basically ignored coronavirus. They've just got on with it. They've done their little wee measures, but no one's really been affected. And they've come out with uh, basically they're almost at herd immunity, which is way stronger than vaccine immunity. Um, that's a that's a different thing, but uh, the more importantly, for double the population of Scotland, I think they've got ten point two million population. We've got five point five, so almost double. Mm-hmm. They've come out with fifty 
it's all it's like fifty two or fifty three deaths per one hundred thousand of their population, whereas Scotland's got sixty three or sixty four deaths per same amount hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you? That's like, like, did we really need all these lockdowns? Well, the uh, thing is, well, you, you say that right, but the whole point is when people are, are getting death certificates uh, and the people are getting classified as being having COVID, they're getting put down as that when that wasn't what actually killed them. So that we could go and spend all day if we can talk about that as well, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, right. We need to talk about, uh, is there anything else you think we need to talk about apart from the, the threat you know, of a second lockdown? What else do we need to talk about? Well, I think we've well, done a pretty good job in covering most points. I think. Right. So the threat of the second lockdown. No, I think we've spoken about that really. We've kind of spoke about it. Uh, is it? Is it definitely living, guys? You think it's happening? Well, this uh, is the thing. I'm just looking at an article here, and it's Nick Triggle, who's the health correspondent, right? And he's saying, and the thing I mentioned earlier was doomsday scenario of it doubling of cases every week that was put forward mm-hmm. last week. He said that is not materialising, right? And he said the increase in hospital administration is even more gradual. So everything, all these numbers that we're flinging at is last week, he said it's nowhere near. It's 10 times lower than they were at the peak. So at this mm-hmm. point, it's lower, it's less severe, certainly for this yep. second wave that they're saying that is. So to me, again, fear campaign, fear monger. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all games that they're playing and, and like we've already spoken about it. Uh, one week it was don't let the elderly out, and then last week it was don't let the twenty-five or the the thirty-year-olds out, or the or between the twenty whatever up to the thirties wasn't allowed out to the pubs. It's they don't know what the hell they're doing, but they've got some sort of plan. Do you know one of the things that annoys me as well is that the UK, right? But then the Scotland's different from Wales. Wales is different from England. You know, everybody's got a different set of rules. I know, I know. I heard what? that point being mentioned this week on a podcast. They were like, "It's the same virus. Uh, why, why have we got different rules for different countries? It's, yeah. it's a bit weird. Uh, you would think there would be a unified kind of message and and measures, but uh, I, I spoke uh, to one of my clients this week on the phone, and he was from Wales, and he started to tell me, and I was just like, I am so sorry. I feel so bad mm-hmm. that what you're telling me here." I mean, they are going into a lockdown mm-hmm. in Wales. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what is going on? See, to be honest, I'm uneducated in health and viruses and stuff, but I honestly think if we had a virus that was that was like life-threatening, I think no matter what we did, we would all, it, it would get us, like masks wouldn't matter. If we had a real serious illness threatening like the world, like a pandemic type virus, I think we'd be screwed regardless. No, I think- We've all... A lot right. of us have, have continued working throughout all this. We're working like close perimeters to our workmates, handing each other tools and things. Um, we've all been in supermarkets from day one. We've, you know, although we're queued outside, you're brushing against people in in aisles. See, that's so see all this interaction, that's... right? Getting dirty hands and that your immune system builds up to that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what's happening if you're locked down? You're not touching. You're stripping that. Because you're not getting uh-huh. that connection, you know, you know that bacteria and things yep. are good for you, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh, I, I tell, I, I tell the wife that all the time because she's, she was already a germaphobe yeah. before all this, and uh, yeah. she'd like, 
pull our sleeve yeah. up to open our door handle and stuff like that. But well, I'm like, look, your body as well, needs, right? And it's, it's, stuff yep. like that. But every day touching it, it, it's going to happen. You're going to come into germs, right? As long as you're not mm-hmm. eating your dinner and you see a big green bit of mold on it. I mean, you're, things. I mean, there's common sense in it. But these things help us build our immune system. JP, can I JP, can I talk about that? I think now we've we've spoken about the fact that uh, we're 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 being made to. And let's be honest, we are being made. We're being made to wash our hands constantly. And as you know, from that point onwards, you're driving down your own route. And we understand it. Stand it. Touching things and getting it in your mouth and all that, and touching your face—it's all part of how it's building our own immunity, right? But I think the whole thing about this is that everything that they're doing is—it's psychological, right? It's yeah. psychological, and it's definitely going to impact on our kids right now. I know that for a fact. The psychological warfare that we've been spoken about at the very start of this so-called pandemic—the uh, whole point of this is. It's all psychological. Now, the fact is, it's, and, and I, I was going to talk to you about UK Call, but we'll leave that for now night. But the UK Call, I watch UK Call guys from kind of the world blowing this. I don't watch them, I wish I had them. But they talk about this and they talk about the stats and they actually put everything in. It's all facts. It's not as if they make it up. It's all fi- facts. Instead of, instead of the, the, the mainstream media, they give you different kind of facts. They give you what suits them. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that but then these UK column guys go on about the actual facts and he said this is psychological warfare yeah. and people need to understand this is what it's all about because getting people into lines uh, getting people to be to distance and all that we could talk about 666 as well six feet apart so the other part where it's going to be all these things it's all psychological and people need to understand this you know what I mean? And both spoke before this book. Sorry, I had to, I had to, yeah. I because that's one thing about it. Ah, well said. I think uh, you need to end up on some positive positivity, yeah. like promote yeah. your promote your immune system. Can I, can I yeah. just yeah. mention something, right? And it's not very often uh, we sort of have anything nice to say about politicians, but I watched the thing, and I think I sent it out to a couple to well, and Ian. Desmond yeah. Swain in the House of Commons did a speech about four or five minutes long. And the sense that guy spoke was brilliant. It was like a breath of fresh air listening to him and telling the people, mm-hmm. all you're doing is fear campaigning. You're just putting fear into people, right? Is that right, JP? Right. And he's, he, he, mm-hmm. he mentioned Sweden, you know, what about them? As uh, Desmond Swain. Sorry? Desmond Swain. Desmond I'm Swain. straight his name down. Yep. Desmond Swain, right, okay. Desmond Swain, he, he's touched on a lot of interesting facts. There was one that I've been talking to people about Christmas, how that might not happen because we can't visit people, you know, you can't celebrate Christmas. And he was saying the last time this was even, uh, was the, the Commonwealth, you know, during the Commonwealth was the last time this had an effect on people, you know, so a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of long time ago. And we are getting told about this and he went through numbers as well. But I'm just going to finish on what he said because I thought it was excellent. And what he said, there may be a virus one day that threatens our very way of living, but this isn't it. And why are we behaving like it is? 
I thought that was it. That's, that's poignant. That's poignant. I spawn. So there is, there is hope. There is some people in the government who are, uh, you know, sticking up but, for our rights and freedoms and there, there common lots, sense. There is lots of people out there that are part. Let's be honest. There's some good people out there that are part of the the mainstream media, uh, and there's the very few and far between that will tell the truth. Yep. But we can talk about all day about the assholes that Piers Morgan. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, talk about guys like that who are just fear mongering through. And by the way, if you watch, if you if you'd watch the, the Pierce Corbin thing, uh, as was Jeremy Corbin's brother, uh, I know we spoke about it, but people need to understand this. They they put Pierce Corbin and they interviewed him uh, about the, the obviously the, the rally they had held, but they made him look so much a fool, even with the weather lassie. They used the weather lassie yeah. to downgrade this guy, yeah. and I'm saying. These things are actually happening in front of us. And see anybody that can look into that and see, see it for what it actually is, mm-hmm. then get on you. But the whole point is, these assholes are in the... Again, I'm sorry to swear, but these assholes, the, the mainstream media, like Pierce Collins and stuff like that, they're getting away with murder. And they could see, actually... And did you see the book that he's brought out? Ah, well, that was it. That was And it's the title? No, what was that? Wake Up. <laughs> what? Is that Pierce Pier, uh, Pier, Morgan? Oh, to God, man. It's uh, laughable. I'm never laughable. Laughable. He's, he's unreal. Yeah, it is. It's laughable. It's uh, laughable. Right, so if I've got one, on some positivity, I think that people, and I would, I would definitely talk to you about this. Well, anyway, the positive is, pe- Ian and Paul, is that it is not the killer virus that it was made out no. to be. It, yes, good shout. It is not. There is a virus. Mm. It's there, but it's in control. We're not going to get killed by getting it. Um, uh-huh. Obviously, at the start, they were treating you for your breathing, ventilation, lungs. They're now saying it's blood and they're using thinning, blood thinning drugs. So that's why, again, more people are surviving it and there's a 99.7 uh, survival rate. So don't... GP, GP, is that almost 100% now? It's, it's almost. And unfortunately, almost. people have lost, and again, condolences to anybody that's lost anybody. And we really right. feel for you, but we really need to make people aware that it's mostly people with underlying health issues that may get it, may suffer the most. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think as well, uh, before I let Ian uh, to to finish off in the positivity part of this, there is people out there, like I was just speaking to you about, there is people out there that are, that are good and, and you need to kind of, I mean, it's all about doing what we do. Do your own homework. Uh, do your own homework. Follow these people, and, and these are people you can need to watch. Now, Richie, Richie Allen, if there was anybody talking to you about Richie Allen, just watch him. Uh, it's a YouTube uh, thing that he does. Uh, it's a still picture of him, but he talks out, and he, he talks about the journalism that's, that's been shoddy. He also talks about the journalism that people are doing. Oh. Uh, the people, the people are pulling out people left, right, and centre. And uh, there is people out there, and UK columns and I'm thinking I'll definitely watch. But there's so many pe- good people which we can point on in the f- in the future uh, podcast. Ian, how how else would you would you end this in a positive? Mm-hmm. I would just tell people just start uh, look after yourselves. Obviously, that's the main thing. If your health's good, this virus isn't going to touch you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get your vitamin C's, vitamin yeah. D's. Yeah. Um, you can exercise. You're pregnant, baby.
That was me going on to Richie Allen there, sorry. <laughs> Aye, sorry. I will done, mate. No, Ian, Ian, you're breaking up there, sorry. So, the talking about talk, I think what you were saying was, take your vitamins, which you should be doing anyway, look after yourself with fruit vegetables, uh, and just stay healthy. Aye. That's it. Guys, look after yourself. Be good to and most importantly, turn your TV off. Turn your TV off. Stop looking at the mainstream. Oh, they own it, they want you to see, but they want you to hear. So, everybody stay yeah, safe. Definitely. Stay strong. Stay safe. Yep. Uh, and yeah, thank you very much, boys, again, for coming on the podcast tonight. Uh, is this our second episode? Yeah. Yes, yeah, our second episode. So, for me, for, it's for, for you anyway, but it's that's that's all that matters. Then it's, all the matters. It's just I'm so busy. I've got that many people, and I'm in demand. That's what it is, Paul. Yeah. Well, do you know what? We're going to get you on next time, obviously, because you're one of We're going to get your cousin on. We're going to get Sean yeah. on the Duke. So Sean the Duke, uh, we'll talk about some good stuff because he has he has a wealth of knowledge and he just knows his stuff. None of none of it's not. So it's all good. Uh, guys, thank you very much. Like, have a beautiful night. Tonight, as always, it's been a pleasure. I'm going to watch that, Alan. I will do. Right, speak soon. Ian, good night. Good night. Ian, good night. Take care, buddy. Be good to yourself and each other.